listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show. And before we get going, uh, Jim, we, we're missing uh, Steve, MIA. Missing well, the Brill Cream Kid, yeah, yeah he's uh, running down Interstate 81 right now, probably with I, his... I know Steve better than that. He ain't running. He might be slowly walking, or he's pushing a car, or he's <laughs> no, behind no, the wheel, but the, he ain't yeah, running. The, the T's pushing the Durango. <laughs> but anyway, we're uh, we're, we're going to make it through some way or the other. Yeah, well, and Brenda says that with every trip. She's going to make it through somewhere, <laughs> or or somewhere <laughs> anyway before we get started i wanted to thank uh, jc taylor insurance for being one of the sponsors they've been with us since the outset 2005 can you believe we started this then? that's amazing huh? wow and uh also passport transport which has turned out to be one great sponsor ed watts and uh his team and they're all over the place with their green trucks carrying cars around and uh, yep want to want to thank them for being the sponsor and also we want to welcome to the show today a gentleman that uh, you know he is the epitome like a couple of others but uh, mr mall is the epitome of people that are involved with classic cars and in the hobby or in the business he is just one of the most gracious individuals, and it's always a pleasure to talk to Jeff and, and hear his stories and, and just uh, just talk to him. He's just nice. Yeah. So with that being said, Jeff, uh, did I cover everything you told me to say? No, I'm teasing. Well, with, a, with an introduction like that, I think I have to buy coffee this morning. <laughs> and, uh, okay. you're, you're late. Jim's already got it out yeah. of me. So. Yeah, David bought my breakfast this morning, so... Even better. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Well, you are on the great race, and my understanding is that you oversee the X Cup, which is the college students. I, I think before youth. you get into that, you ought to explain uh, why Jeff is even involved in the great race. It seems that his name might go well, back a few years. Yeah, wait, let's let's let. Can we go back? Is it's your grandfather or your great grandfather? Great grandfather. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not quite that old. Okay. To, uh, I mean, for I'd have to be. Let's see, if it was my grandfather, I'd have to be about uh, 110 years old. So uh, it's my great grandfather. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> now, don't make fun of us aged people. Yeah, yeah. Now, tell our listeners the the old Miguela from the beginning, please. Just well, actually, briefly. The uh, the very first great race was in 1908. And, right. Uh, for many of the listeners, I'm sure that they remember the movie Tony Curtis, Natalie Wood, Peter Falk, and uh, that was a comedy based on a race that actually happened. The concept was simple. Start in New York and drive a car to Paris. No problem. Uh, this uh, little obstruction in the middle, of course, the Pacific Ocean had to be bridged, so they had to start it in the middle of winter using the frozen Bering Strait as an ice bridge. Well, that was 109 years ago, and uh, the result of that was the winning of that race by the American team the Thomas Flyer uh, headed up and the prime driver was a guy by the name of George Schuster out of Buffalo, New York well, George um, actually now is in the Automotive Hall of Fame with his name next to Henry Ford and Ransom Olds who said such a race was impossible and the Thomas Flyer 
just this past summer, was inducted into the National Historic Vehicle Register, vehicle number 12. So um, the legacy of Great Race is that very first one, and of course, uh, George Schuster was my great-grandfather. So I guess I've got it in the genes. I, I just have to be here today, and uh, actually been here for the last few years, working with the high school and college teams, which uh, are in the X-Cup division. And that is that is a great job, and, and I want to give you an attaboy for what you're doing, because as uh, we've all talked about, and I know Steve's been involved with the youth program with AACA, and uh, we're, we're concerned about the hobby, the graying of the hobby, and if we can get more of the youth involved, they can appreciate what has happened now the Thomas Flyer your grand your great grandfather drove is still around is my understanding. Oh yes, it was restored by uh, Bill Hera. Right. And of course anybody who's ever gone to a casino knows that name, but his true passion was uh, cars and at the time that he acquired what he thought was the Thomas Flyer, he had over 700 and that grew to a collection at the time of his death of over 1500 one of a kind the most amazing collection in the world, uh, automobiles. And the crown jewel of that uh, is the Thomas Flyer. And as I say, it recently inducted uh, into the autom- or, um, National Historic Vehicle Register, which is administered by the Library of Congress and Department of Interior. So the idea is to preserve um, very significant, historically significant, American-built automobiles. Now, where is the car at present? Is it in Reno, or is it in Corky's collection? Because I know Corky's got a bunch of Thomas Flyers, too. Well, yes. As a matter of fact, um, Corky and Harold, uh, Corky's uh, mother's maiden name was Thomas. So Harold, her husband, always had a passion for a collection of Thomases. And... um, uh, Again, just some amazing cars. As a matter of fact, I had the opportunity. One of the cars is now in the stall collection up here in Chesterfield, Michigan. And yesterday we were at uh, Ted Stahl's uh, collection, and they actually brought out uh, the Thomas that uh, was originally owned by Harold, along with the film cars from that um, uh, comedy uh with the, uh, I think it was 63 that movie came out. I, You were probably, uh, still had to be in bed by 9 o'clock, so you didn't see it, but... Um, no, the, I, uh, I was I was probably leaving the bar about 9 oh. o'clock, <laughs> just before the cops got there. <laughs> well, well, of course, uh, talk about a Kodak moment, all of the cars, uh, the two film cars, the Leslie Special, and then if you remember the Hannibal 8, which yes. was sort of that black car Professor Fate drove, uh, scissor-type car, and uh, in the middle of, of those two were the um, 1907 Thomas. Now, the uh, original flyer that won the race and Bill Harrow restored is in the uh, National Automobile Museum in Reno, Nevada. Right. So it did stay there, which is which is good. Well, let- well it comes out on tour occasionally. Yes. I, I guess I should say rarely. But, uh, yes, that's its home, and, and uh, they actually have a special uh, wing uh, exhibit for the area. As I say, that the Thomas is their feature, feature car. Yeah. Um, let, let's, let's start with the great race now. You started this about a week ago 
in Jacksonville, Florida, correct? Yes. It, uh, wow, a week ago. Time does fly when you're having fun. It's sort of hard to keep track of where we are unless I look at the street signs. But uh, we did begin uh, there in the X-Cup division, which is uh, really designed specifically for youth drivers. Uh, Corky Coker, uh, as all of us understand the need to bring young people into the hobby. And one of the things we discovered, and I've been to several campuses um, around the country, uh, one thing that we discovered, for young people, the preoccupation with technology is pretty strong. And to try and uh, separate them from their smartphones, um, the thought of competing with old cars is um, really the thing that turns, turns their attention. As a matter of fact, the rules prohibit the use of technology uh, during the race. Uh, cell phones, GPS, uh, even calculators cannot be used. So it's it's the tried and true method of navigation. They're given their instructions 30 minutes before the day's start for that particular uh, leg of the race. And um, uh, from that, the navigator has to give instructions to the drivers. Now, Jeff, very precise. It's all about precision. This is definitely not the cannonball run. Jeff, so for youth, uh, it's it's safe and uh, and uh, something that they can compete in without worry. Now they can they use pencils and paper, right? Actually, pencils and paper, a stopwatch, uh, a speedo, which is a very accurate uh, speedometer calibrated to the nearest hundredth of a mile per hour and each day they're calibrated on a, on a test strip one mile test strip to be sure so so this course is measured to within feet and the competition is measured to within one one hundredth of a second and wow. uh, just to uh, uh, give you an idea the great race has been run always on different routes uh, throughout the United States for the past 30 plus years and last year, the competition in the adult divisions, um, the grand champion actually came in with a time uh, covering, I think it was a little over 2,200 miles last year, uh, to within um, uh, just under three minutes for the total nine-day competition. Wow. So very precise. Very yeah. precise and uh, very demanding. Yeah. Where, where would someone fit into the great race that can't use the electronics? So I, I would be good there. I can't use all the GPL, all the fancy stuff. So I'd fit in there, but I can't do the math on the other and can't read a map. So I guess I just have to stand and watch. Is that well? Year, that be year, my years ago, there used to be a book of rally tables called Larry Reed's Rally Tables. And we used to use that, and then we had a Curta calculator, one of those things that looked like a pepper mill. And that, well, that was definitely before my time. Oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah. That I mean, was. You might as well have had an abacus and a hourglass. <laughs> so, but uh, seriously, uh, some of the students. Um, matter of fact, there was young, one younger person here when I first came to know him. He was still in high school. Uh, a fellow by the name of Sawyer Stone. And when he first started uh, racing with his grandfather, now, again, he's in an adult division now, but uh, he didn't use anything. Uh, just a brilliant young man. Wow. Uh, he just just got his Ph.D. at the age of 23. So that gives you the idea of the caliber of these young people. We've got, um, in these seven teams, um, 
we actually not only have colleges and high schools represented, but for the first time, we have three museums that are sponsoring teams. Uh, we have the Gilmore Museum, which we just uh, visited a couple of days ago, and uh, the Al Unser Museum out of uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, yep. and the uh, Automotive Driving Museum out of California. So museums have suddenly taken a, a great interest in this and are supporting these young people. And, of course, this isn't just a one-time, nine-day event. These young people have worked, in many cases, for a full year on their, um, on their entries, preparing them for this race. And then, of course, they get to compete with them. So um, it's a very broad, hands-on experience. And for some of these peop- young people... Um, this is something they'll remember the rest of their lives. Jeff, we're, we're going to be coming up on a break shortly, but when we come back, you've got to relate. I related the story to Jim, and uh, you got to relate the story to everyone about Alfred State and their uh, power wagon that you told me about. I, I would just, you know, that, that warmed the cockles of my heart, you know, the, the kids would... <laughs> would uh, come through like that. We're going to take our first break on America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show. We'll be back right after this. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Oops. Anyway, we're glad to have you listening to America's Way. It's Saturday. Could this be a Monday morning, the way, the way things are going for me? Well, I know, no, because Jeff's on. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're glad to have Jeff Maul on talking about the great race. And uh, I guess this is as good a time as any to relate the story of... Uh, of our friends at Alfred State. Yeah. yeah. So, Jeff. Yes, Alfred has been a competitor now for... Uh, Three, I think going on four years and uh, the unique thing about Alfred is that they are competing with their iconic now iconic uh, 1953 Dodge Power Wagon wrecker if you can imagine mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> trying to keep up with some of these cars uh, uh, is kind of a, a difficult from, from the start but uh, Alfred had a particular problem this year uh, just before the start in Jacksonville, they were on the trophy run, and, and four o'clock that afternoon, uh, at the towards the end of the trophy run, which is kind of a practice, um, all of a sudden they heard a clunking in the rear end. Well, they managed to get it back to the parking lot, uh, 
taking it apart, they find out that the uh, that a uh, a nut had actually worked off the shaft and had made its way through the gears in the rear end, uh, taking out uh, taking out a lot of them. So <clears throat> their professor, uh, Mr. Mike Ronan, who's really been uh, an advocate for the team, and I've and I've got to tell you one thing: uh, Alfred State is so behind this that the uh, president of the college is actually. Uh, down here last night, he he shows up unexpectedly along the route to cheer on the team and actually buy some dinner. Wow! And, uh, with that kind of support from the, a college president, you can imagine how how dedicated the team is. Well, in any event, this was four o'clock in the afternoon, so Mike called uh, the only supply house for with adequate uh, source for power wagon parts of this nature. They were five minutes within closing. <clears throat> He talked with the head of that company and uh, explained what parts he needed. The uh, company owner actually called back his employees who were on their way home, and they assembled the order, drove it to the airport, uh, flew it into Jacksonville Airport. It arrived at uh, an 11 o'clock flight. They had a car waiting at the airport to drive it to the uh, Jacksonville start, but actually it was the parking hotel parking lot, which was several miles from the start. The uh, boys already had the axle uh, sitting out from the truck. They put it back together um, within 20 minutes and then put it underneath the power wagon, drove it to their starting position with 13 minutes to spare. If they had not crossed the starting line at the precise time they were required to, they would have been disqualified from the entire race. So wow. uh, talk about working under pressure and a can-do attitude, which is really what great race is all about. I told the boys, it really reminded me of 1908. Uh, of course, they didn't have FedEx to fly parts in and, <laughs> and, uh, and a phone to uh, to find where they were. Right. Uh, a little little more desperate situation if you're in Siberia, but certainly in a parking lot in Jacksonville, they made it happen. And Jeff. they got there and have competed extremely well. As a matter of fact, they're in the number three position in uh, the X-Cup division. And, um, uh, you know, with, with that kind of performance, they certainly are contenders. There's no doubt about it. Jeff, all, all of those kids that were involved in that... Tell them that America's Web Radio will support them when they run for the House or the Senate, either one. <laughs> they, they have proven that they can get something done, and that's more than I can say for our politicians. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's no doubt. And, and all of the teams, as a matter of fact, we have a Catholic high school from Tallahassee. Um, I think there's 170 or so kids in the entire school. And uh, last night, if you can believe it, they were out in the rain here, uh, uh, just south of, uh, of where we are, and uh, the radiator went out. Wow. So they, they stopped at an O'Reilly's, found a radiator, and in a parking lot changed out the uh, radiator, and, and they're driving a Thunderbird, a uh, 1966 Thunderbird, changed the radiator in the parking lot, and they were on the way again. <laughs> uh, You're in just, Michigan, aren't you, right now, by Traverse City? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, actually, we're headed for um, uh, Sault Ste. Marie tonight. Okay. And uh, then uh, we finish in Traverse City on Sunday, which is uh, the midst of the Cherry Festival. And I understand they're going to have the Thunderbirds fly over the top of us in air show. Wow. So uh, it should be quite an exciting finish. 
Yes. Oh, man, I didn't realize you were going into the Upper Peninsula, too, to Sault Ste. Marie. Good heavens. Oh, yeah. What yeah, a, the, uh, kids. And for some of these kids, they've never been out of their home state. So yeah. uh, they're getting to see Middle America uh, as few people have. Or Actually, the route this year uh, is the Dixie Highway route. So from Jacksonville North. So right. uh, for a lot of these kids, it's not just about the cars, but uh, quite honestly, they're learning way more in these nine days than they probably learned in uh, several months of school. Jeff, as you go through small towns, what, what kind of reception do you get, or do you get a reception? Well, uh, tremendous. I'll be honest with you. I think some of the small towns really uh, turn out even uh as as great as and in some cases maybe even a little bit better than some of the cities we go through um for a small town this is a gigantic event uh actually 120 cars this year and uh over 500 people just finding hotel rooms for everybody is a challenge but uh the uh the turnout is tremendous and uh every single small town we've been in it's pretty much uh sidewalks are packed and uh, the cities have been wonderful in closing off streets. We usually take for the Parc Ferme, which is after they, they do the ceremonial finish, the drivers park their cars, and the, the local folks can come up, talk to the drivers, see an amazing array of cars. The oldest one we have this year is a 1916 Studebaker, and the newest one under the Rules of Great Race is a 1972, and literally everything in between. We have... Jaguars, MGs, a lot of Model A's, as you can imagine. Uh, Ford Falcons, uh, we've even got this year. So, wow. everything from soup to nuts. It's a rolling car show, uh, well, almost a museum. Yeah, a museum. and you're getting great press. I know they came through Noonan, Georgia earlier in the week, and, and Noonan even had a car show besides your cars, I understand. That, that often happens. As a matter of fact, AACA has been a great supporter of the X-Cup division. This year, uh, I gave out uh, four $1,000 uh, debit cards, and that was for four teams that, based on their need, uh, had that available for use as uh, for gas and parts and all of the things that Wonderful. go into running a car 2,200 miles. On top of that, AACA <clears throat> also sponsors the... Uh, X-Cup scholarship. This year in the fund, we've got uh, over $9,500 that'll be awarded when we get to Traverse City. So I'll be presenting that to students who are uh, very unique in the scholarship and that these students are continuing advanced automotive education. And there has to be an automotive component <coughs> to their what they're taking. It doesn't have to be a technical school. You know, they could be in uh, automotive engineering just as long as it has an automotive component. But the simple reason for that is we feel that students who have chosen automotive as their life's work have a really good chance of becoming um, um, involved in the classic car hobby for the rest of their lives. That That's incredible, and especially with AACA involvement. Um, we've talked about the Catholic High School in Tallahassee and Alfred State and the three museums so that's five. Who are the other X-Cup participants? Well, the in the lead right now is a Boy Scout troop from Cape Galax, Virginia. Wow. Fact, they're, they're first in the division, and they're, if you can believe this, they're 41 overall. So now there are 120 adult competitors, which if you do the math means that there's about 80 adult teams 
that are trailing behind a Boy Scout team from Galax. <laughs> and their navigator, one of their uh, two navigators, is 13 years old. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, and, yes. and what what is, is his Ph.D. in math? Well, <laughs> well, uh, that's Nathaniel Donnelly, and uh, Derek Davis is the other navigator. Um, and, of course, because the rules require drivers over 21, for the high school teams in particular, um, an adult has to, has to drive. And the uh, driver of that is Tom Luttrell, who's a dentist in, uh, in Galax, Virginia. Wow. Number two in, in the uh, standings <clears throat> is the Automotive Driving Museum out of California. And um, there, there's a, a story in itself. Uh, ADM is actually, um, you can imagine the journey here was, uh, uh, was quite a distance. We're on the opposite side of the world for them. But um, uh, Josh Hanley and, and they were short a navigator. The rules of, of X-Cup require that they have two navigators, and that's to allow maximum participation. Well, at the last moment, one of their navigators, because of a family emergency, wasn't able to make the trip. So Alfred State had three navigators. What Alfred State did was they gave up one of their navigators who was riding the entire trip because they can't trade back and forth uh, teams. And uh, uh, Sam Hausevich uh, uh, is actually the navigating for a competing American Driving Museum team. And uh, Sam is just doing an amazing job. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, they've, um, uh, many of the teams have had aces. Uh, uh, a story there is the Gilmore Museum team. <clears throat> they have a... Uh, uh, young gal, uh, Madison, as a matter of fact, is her name. And the very first day out, now this is a rookie team, the very first day out, um, I was, I'm was. i always at the uh, finish line to kind of gauge their reactions, and um, uh, they were given their timesheets and then presented with an ace. Now, an ace means for one of the segments of that day's run, it was perfect. It was zero time, which is what everybody strives for. Wow. And Madison, the young navigator, was so excited, I almost thought she was going to fall out of the window of the car when she got this. <laughs> and she was so excited, she actually burst into, she, into tears. Uh, high school junior getting an ace on her first day as a rookie <laughs> is something that uh, she'll carry with her. She'll be telling her grandchildren about about the day she got an ace in great race. Oh. Jeff, Jeff, I'd like to ask, okay, you got the kids. Can both kids and vehicles come back for the next race, or, or do, do things have to change each year? What's the protocol? No, they can and they do. Uh, as a matter of fact, Alfred, of course, has been a competitor now for several years, and some of those students uh, who might have been an incoming freshman um, uh, would be able to come back and participate, although... Uh, and, many, and, and there's a value to that in having a returning student, at least one on the team, that gives some continuity to the team and shares the experience. Uh, but uh, very often the, the vast majority of the team are all brand new each time. Just to give you a quick rundown of the standings, Galax, the Boy Scout troop, is in number one in the division, 41st overall with, with the adults. Uh, number two is the uh, American Driving Museum out of California. They're number two in the division, 60 overall. And to give you an idea uh, of the timing, the Galax is one minute and 14 seconds uh, with a corrected time because of the age of their vehicle, a 57 seconds 
after uh, where are we? Seven days of competition, Shapers. and actually only uh, uh, about forty seconds separates first and second place in the division for X Cup. Third is Alfred, um, and uh, uh, let's see, fourth is Central Magnet School. Now. Central Magnet School is out of uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Yes. Those kids actually lost a head gasket and uh, (laughs) replaced that overnight and are back in the competition number four and 92nd overall, uh, including all of the adult teams. Wow. And and Uh, they're in in a Pontiac, aren't they? Like a 53 Pontiac? Yeah. uh, Well, actually, now... uh, I'll tell you what, keeping track of 120 cars yeah. is always a challenge. But Murfreesboro is uh, chieftain. They're driving a 53 right. chieftain. Yeah. And uh, Scott Culp is, is, their, uh, is their driver. Uh, actually, he's a deputy sheriff. So uh, uh, getting tickets probably would not be an issue, but <laughs> no, seriously. They, the rules require that they, the rules are set at five miles per hour under the posted speed limit. So uh, uh, you, you do not want to get caught with a traffic violation in this competition. So. No, no. <laughs> but uh, but those, those fellows are doing well. Uh, Jeremy Bird, who's the president of the Stone River AACA region, actually drove that night that they lost their head gasket. They got a set of head gaskets, turns out to be the wrong one. So he drove to Memphis and then back uh, from there, back to that next night's stop, and uh, in the middle of the night, they're out there changing a head, head gasket, and it's been running great ever since. Isn't that amazing? Wow. That's, we, we've had them on the show, and they're, they're fabulous people. Jeff, I assume that oh, you're, you're videoing you, all they, of this. They really, all of these, all of these kids. Number six is Gilmore uh, Museum team, and, of course, that's Madison with her ace. Alfred, I've, I've got to mention, they're, they're number three in the division, and they've actually, uh, at this point, won three aces. With that power wagon. So, um, <laughs> Gee. Uh, Gilmore's number six, and number seven is Tallahassee. That's the uh, high school out of um, uh, Tallahassee, Florida. And they were the ones who actually last night, uh, in the rain, changed out the radiator in that Thunderbird. Wow. Good. These, these kids are learning more than, than, they, would, uh, than they would learn and probably uh, in terms of hands-on experience uh, than they would learn in a shop class at school or uh, or sitting behind a desk in a classroom. This is real-world, hands-on, never-know-what's-going-to-happen-next type of experience that uh, is an education in itself. Yeah, you know, I'll bet uh, Chip Ganassi and Roger Penske are probably scouting these kids right now for one of their teams. They would do well to do it. Yeah. Um, Oh, gee. they, They would do... These are our future. This is what is going to carry the hobby uh, when when we're all on the on the sidewalk, too old to drive and watching. So we, we need these young people, and <laughs> we I think do. Uh, and certainly AACA recognizes that, and and the support is really important. As a matter of fact, there is a, a website that uh, folks can go to. It's um, it's really very simple. It's uh, greatrace.com/slash x dash cup cup and Jeff, uh, with that, all sorts of information with that we got to take a break we'll be back on the classic car show right after this 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted I'm, name I'm sorry, in auto Jeff, transportation passport transport the first and finest today that's why passport transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers 
concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com anytime you like. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's yeah. Web Radio. Uh, just talking yeah, to you about antique car insurance. I think that okay. uh, if you're looking no, for the best coverage for uh, your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor no, Insurance. Okay. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. You're listening okay, to America's back. Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on the Classic Car Show with uh, on America's Web Radio, part of America's Broadcast Network. And we'll be telling you more about that as the days go along. And we have a very special guest on today, Mr. Jeff Mall, And we're talking the great race. We're talking... We're talking the most important thing about the classic car show and classic car hobby and industry, and that's kids and them participating. Right. I had one thought float through my mind a minute ago about I wonder I wonder what percentage. It's got to be like one one hundred thousandth or something of teenage kids are participating, and how many kids could even start to do what these kids are doing. Well, this is like being in a science fair. It, it really is. Yeah. Or in a robotics. When Jeff says there's a 13-year-old that's a navigator... It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. That's just... It's amazing. Jeff. Jeff, are you with yes. me? Yeah. Yes, okay. All right. Uh, it's greatrace.com backslash x-cup. Correct? That's correct. Okay. Uh, there's videos, there's FAQs there. Uh, it tells about the program. There's even a copy of the brochure, which really explains the, the scholarship, the grant programs, all of the requirements, age requirements. Uh, bottom line on all of this is, as you, you and I might remember back to our high school days, um, it's very important to the sponsors who have come on board to help these kids at the local level. All of the teams have had great support from the community, their parents. They're out fundraising. Uh, Alfred actually got started by selling scrap steel. They would go out, collect scrap, go and sell it. And actually, that's what paid for the tires on that power wagon. Oh, We've gee. also got great sponsors uh, and support from AACA. Just terrific, year after year after year, uh, because AACA understands the very urgent need. We've got, we've got to start to average our age down here real quick. And uh, these teams, you know, you get one team added in. Oh, and I must add that in addition to the grants and the scholarship, AACA also does provide uh, complimentary student membership to all of the students who are in the grant recipient cars. Uh, on top of that, we've got support from people like uh, Reliable Carriers. Now, Reliable has actually uh, took the, and it's based upon need, uh, the UNSER uh, team, 
from Albuquerque to Jacksonville, transported their car, and then they will transport the car from um, Traverse City back to campus in Albuquerque. It's those kinds of things. Without it, uh, and without that type of support and degree of it, half the teams wouldn't be here. So it takes involvement. The kids are ready to go. The kids will get the car, work on the car, uh, in school, after school, weekends. I heard one young man, uh, we were on on a campus, and uh, one young man was saying to his buddy, he says, well, I don't know how I'm going to explain to my girlfriend that I can't see her this weekend because i got to work on the car. <laughs> that's, that's the degree of involvement these kids have. Oh, wow. Uh, well, the, you, you know, the, the amazing thing, and these kids don't have power tools. There's no air wrenches. This is all ratchets and knuckle busters. Yes, as a matter of fact, once they leave the starting line in the morning and they receive their instructions for that day's run 30 minutes before they depart, uh, from the moment that they start through the finish that day, there's no outside help permitted. As a matter of fact, those who do have support uh, teams with them uh, actually have to take a totally different route. So these kids are out there in the middle of mid-America, and if they break down, it's up to them to fix it. Now, there is a sweep truck. As a matter of fact, Reliable provides that as part of their support that follows up at the end. And if somebody breaks down and can't possibly get going again, they're put on the trailer and brought into their uh, the finish line that way. But uh, it's you're on your own. Yeah. You have to figure this out without a GPS. You have to get from point A to point B in a very specific amount of time. And uh, if you break down, you have to fix it yourself. That. Yeah. That is something that uh, the younger generation needs, and if they can achieve that, they're going to be set for life. Jeff, I, w- so, I would assume that you're videoing everything that you can of this, and my and my question is: after you, do you edit your video and then send it out to other schools and try to get uh, kids interested in, in what's in the great race? Oh yes. As a matter of fact, if if they go on to greatrace.com. Uh, there's an ongoing blog there, daily blog, and uh, video segments are there as well as a, a lot of photographs. And, of course, these kids are into social media. So you can go to these uh, school uh, websites, and many of them, uh, many of the teams have their own uh, daily blogs uh, that are happening. So all the kids back home are learning that, hey, competing in old cars is a cool thing. And... Uh, I had one young man who uh, was the second day out, and I asked him, how's it going? And he said, oh, this is just the coolest thing in the world. And I, and I really like hearing the word cool from a teenager, because you know that mm-hmm. this has got to be a good thing. Yes. And uh, he was sort of shy and kind of looking down at his seat. I said, what's the best thing that ever happened? And so he kind of looked down a bit, and he says, well, a girl asked me for my autograph. <laughs> oh, boy. Love it. Oh, Love man. It. Yeah. He said his buddies back home couldn't believe it, and suddenly they all wanted to be on next year's team. <laughs> that's that's great. Listen, I, I, I've, I've got a question because it's been hot and humid through your whole route. Are you running into fuel percolation problems? We have had that. We have had heating problems, not just the X-Cup teams, but, but all of the teams. Yeah. The one thing this year we didn't have last year, and well, actually the last couple of years, uh, we were crossing over the Rocky Mountains, so we had altitudes, you know, over 10,000 sure, feet sure. in our case. 
we didn't have that this year, but as you say, we were in 95-plus degree temperatures down in Jacksonville, so heating was an issue. Um, and there's been all sorts of resourceful solutions for that. Electric fans have been added along the way. I mean, when when they get to a town with a, with a parts uh, store in it, it's like a line forms to uh, get the necessary parts. Can you see the guy at the Napa store some morning thinking, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah or, or, or let me ask you, do you pre-warn stores and our towns? We're coming through. We're going to be spending the night. It may be that some of our people come early and and uh, can you help us oh the the support of the local communities i mean most of these communities have been preparing for this for uh, for a year in advance a matter of fact next year's run is going to be uh, the 2018 run it's going to be from buffalo to halifax nova scotia wow so the folks in the folks in buffalo are already hearing about this for next year for 2018 yeah and um uh, maybe during our last segment we can talk a little bit more about that because of course Buffalo was the hometown for the Thomas Flyer, which won the first great race. Well, that this used will be the 110th anniversary next year. So yeah. uh, we can maybe save some time at the end for that. But, uh, yes, they're very well prepared. Thousands of people line the streets coming in. And uh, this, this is a big deal for every town we come into. Yeah, well, Buffalo used to be the Detroit of the auto industry in the beginning. Yes, a lot of people don't realize that actually Buffalo yeah. produced more cars than Detroit in the early days. Yes, yes. And they had uh, iconic manufacturers, Thomas, E.R. Thomas Company, Pierce Arrow, uh, you know, certainly names that uh, are very familiar even today, uh, over a century later. Well, but, don't uh, don't Buffalo forget. Buffalo has, has a rich automotive history, and the... Uh, actually, the Buffalo Transportation Pierce Arrow Museum, which is an over-the-top, fabulous facility uh, is going to be the starting line for next year uh, wow. in Buffalo. And Jim Sandoro, uh, yeah. who heads that up, was actually down here with us in Jacksonville for the start of this race to get a really good idea of what's going on. Super. Now, Buffalo also had the Playboy Car Manufacturing Company. Yes. Uh, always lays claim to fame for a number of things. But... <laughs> but <laughs> But, yes, and uh, actually as part of that, uh, 2018, again, being the 110th anniversary, uh, there's a group of us uh, separate from, from Great Race. Great Race, of course, is going to be going east towards uh, Halifax, but there's a group of us that are going to be uh, uh, in Buffalo. Actually, we'll be starting in Times Square and, uh, and working our way through Buffalo on our way to the Eiffel Tower in Paris. Oh, my. Wow. Yeah. The ultimate road trip. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll be able to talk more, but uh, okay. uh, while well, let's, we're on the kids, I... Let, let, let's go back to the great race now. Oh, David said we got to take another break. <laughs> so Darn. I guess we're going to... We'll, <laughs> we'll be right back. Okay. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. 
Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on the Classic Car Show with Jim Weber and our special guest today, Mr. Jeff Mall. And th- this is just a great conversation. Oh, well, well, next year, I- I've got to be in Buffalo. Well, I was thinking about entering you. You're a runner. You could just sort of run beside the cars or something. We'll put a big big thing on your back that says America's Web Radio, and, and you can just jog the whole way. Certainly. I'd be more than happy to 2,200 miles, is that yeah. about right? <laughs> Jeff? That's about it. Yeah, yeah. I'll need a navigator. And an ambulance. Yeah, and an ambulance. Right. I, I want to just, for my own edification and our listeners, the fuel percolation, how are you handling that? Well, well there's the a number of, uh, of solutions to that. Uh, of course, they've they've learned not to idle uh, or try to minimize that, and uh, many of them have taken the uh, side, side panels off the hood to try and right. uh, get more airflow through. So, um, and and they've used uh, some products uh, to add to the uh, to the water. Uh, uh, there are products that uh, actually help enhance the cooling. So uh, they've done a little bit of everything to uh, okay. to try and overcome that. Now, of course, now that we're further north, the average temperatures are much lower, and uh, you've got to love Michigan this time of year because it's just been gorgeous weather. Yes. Uh, yes. We've been very fortunate with rain. Uh, whenever it's rained, it's always been at night. So uh, during the day's run, the roads have been nice and dry and uh, great, great conditions, and it's getting getting better every day well, good I, I would be curious and not that you eavesdrop or anything like that but as you're walking around and you were talking about some of the kids saying this is cool and all what what are they when they're socializing in fours and fives or whatever at the end of the day what are they talking about oh <laughs> well uh, well first of all they're they're congratulating congratulating each other for just simply making it to the finish line <laughs> yeah. but uh but beyond that uh they're talking about some of the things that they've seen along the way uh, as i say the uh, the uh, stall museum we were at yesterday um and and the gilmore museum i've never been to the gilmore museum and uh i was just blown away by by that collection and we've been in a lot of private collections uh as well along the way uh mr wayne vick has a great collection uh down in Georgia, and so we've seen both private and uh, and uh, uh, larger, much larger museums. So they 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 really get into that. But you know, a lot of it is just the towns and the scenery that we go by. Um, it, it just for many of these kids, as I say, never having been out of their home state, this is a whole new world for them. So they're not only learning about cars, but they're learning about uh, about America, and it's. It's right up close and personal, and they're getting to meet local folks 
you know, you can imagine some of these northern boys coming down and, and hearing a southern accent for the first time. <laughs> that's, that's sort of a life-changing experience, too. Yeah. Well, uh, do you see any interaction between some of the actual, what I call, professional participants and the X-Cup uh, participants? You know, uh, that is probably one of the best things to happen, and probably one of the things that amazes the adult teams most. As a matter of fact, Alfred State College uh, last year, Jim Minetta, the uh, publisher of Hemmings, had a problem with his car in last year's competition, and uh, you know who was out working on that car in the middle of the night? It was the Alfred State boys. Oh, so to, wow. for them to be able to say that they worked on Mr. Minetta's car uh, and um, the Hemmings entry, uh, again, that's the type of thing they'll tell their grandchildren. Yes, Jeff, definitely. From a from a very mercenary standpoint, <laughs> uh, these kids—they're sophomores, juniors, seniors in high school, and some are in college and so forth. Uh, and they, they, obviously, if Jim and I, Jim or I, had done this, we'd have it uh, splashed all over our resume. But from a mercenary uh, business standpoint what can these kids expect to get something out of this and i and i don't mean they're doing it to get something out of it other than experience and all that but are there you know jim mentioned penske a minute ago but are there is this a job potential uh, experience is it what what can they see tomorrow well as a matter of fact there have been prior x cup competitors who were doing this uh, uh, as kids uh, a few years ago who are now working for companies like Haggerty. And uh, uh, they're rubbing elbows uh, with people like Jim Minetta uh, from Hemmings. Uh, they're meeting people along the way that, uh, you know, you see on TV. And so from that aspect, uh, they're making the connections and, and meeting some of the people that uh, in the future may very well become their employers. So, uh, yes, to your answer or to answer your question, um, this is is definitely uh, a resume, you know, top of the resume line when the, when they make their job application because it, they've already proven something by doing this. They've proven that they can uh, follow rules, which is what X Cup is all about. That they have the dedication to uh, make it happen and. Uh, more importantly, they broaden their horizons beyond what many many have an opportunity to do. Uh, for for many of us, it's like when we ran uh, Route sixty six. <laughs> you know, that's something you save for retirement. That's on your bucket list. Yeah. And here you've got at the age of nineteen, eighteen, nineteen, uh, twenty, you've done Route sixty six. So uh, that becomes a part of who you are, and that's what X Cups all about. Jeff, let me. This is the only hardball I'm going to throw you. I feel lucky. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here it comes. <laughs> no, I, I, this is so important, and, and our conversation today is, is so important. What, and I, I know you plan to live forever, but <laughs> beyond that, where's the X Cup going to go tomorrow, and is it going to be around in 10, 20, 30 years? Well, let's put it this way. My great-grandfather, who won the first great race, lived to be 100 years old, actually 99. And so I've got the genes to make it, uh, David, and uh, 
I'll, I'll be there. I hope you are too. So. <laughs> oh man, that, that, but, that's wistful thinking. <laughs> but the uh, the longevity of this, uh, Corky Coker, of course, uh, heads up Coker Tire, which heads up a uh, great race. Uh, Corky and his team, Jeff Stum, and uh, people like that. Uh, great race has been going on for over thirty years. Yep in the United States and all over the United States and under Corky's uh, uh, direction and passion for this uh, and as Corky uh, often says you know he's he's more than uh, happy to help with this project because all these cars running 2,000 miles uh, wears out a lot of tires and he'll be the first to tell you that <laughs> but um, Coker Tire is going to be around for a very long time and uh, certainly Corky will be and I'm sure that the great race will be as well. So the future in this is this this has become part of the classic car hobby, and uh, the competition has become so ingrained now uh, in so many people. Uh, there's upwards of 500 people that actually travel with this event. As uh, a matter of fact, that's one of the big problems is finding towns big enough with hotels to accommodate everything. So... Uh, there's wide awareness and participation, and for that reason, I think that this will be going uh, long after we're in the home, you know, watching it on TV. Can people watch it on TV? Yes, as a matter of fact, there's a film crew coming right now, and I know in prior years, uh, Speed Channel has actually run uh, a show about that year's great race, so I certainly expect that uh, that that'll continue and um, again if you keep an eye on uh, greatrace.com they'll make the announcements when those broadcasts would air oh that's wonderful Um, would you do us a favor when you see the Alfred State folks and the AACA people from Murfreesboro tell them uh, that both David and I and Steve Ronaldo think it's great what they're doing and we're going to want to interview them after the great race to hear their experience too if you'd do that for us jeff i'd appreciate it i will certainly do that and i think that um you know as i say going forward next year with buffalo um that's going to be an opportunity for a lot of people to really get involved in this it'll be in the northeast running actually through the northeast um now as i mentioned there will be a simultaneous event going on and uh, for folks who might want to be interested in what it's going to be like going from Times Square to the Eiffel Tower, there's a website for that as well, and that's uh, 2018ny2paris.com, 2018newyorktoparis.com. And uh, as I say, great race will be headed east, and then uh, we'll be headed west. So it'll be a, a year, 2018, the 110th anniversary will be filled with uh, activity, all all relating back to the very first great race in 1908. Now, we will also be at Hershey, too, I should add. Uh, we'll be at Hershey with information on the 2018 event uh, in two locations. So, yes, uh, there's going to be a lot happening next year, so people haven't missed out. It's just every year it gets bigger. i I, I got another favor to ask. Um, actually, it's two favors. One is the young man that the girl asked for his autograph. Would you get an autograph from him and send it to us? And while you're doing that, I assume that somebody is going to be taking a group shot. And I'd love to hang a, a, a group yeah, shot on the, on the website and on, on our wall here at the office. Yeah. 
Oh, that's the- I would be uh, I would be happy to do that. Now we've actually got twenty students uh, participating this year, so we're going to need a wide angle lens on this. <laughs> but uh, uh, well, and of course with the adults, and I've got to say that too that uh, the adults, of course, with the younger teams act as drivers. But there's many more adults involved in this. Uh, both here on the race and back home. I mean, you've got well over well over 100 adults uh, involved directly in uh, the X-Cup division on top of the uh, 20 students who are actually competing. And, of course, there are more students back home because there's, there's a limitation on how many, how many you can fit in a car that have worked on these cars and are supporting the team. And, of course, they'll be back home uh, welcoming their, their teams back when they get back. Yeah, that's fabulous what you're doing. Adults, that leaves you and Steve and me out, doesn't it? Yeah. We couldn't participate. Well, Steve Steve actually probably would qualify as a navigator because you have to be under 21. Probably <laughs> well, there are days when uh, mentally he is, he is it, under 21. Well, so. he exhibits some childish behavior at times. <laughs> uh, he, he's a, a great guy, and actually in the early days of AACA was my mentor, and as you know, his, his involvement with the youth goes way back to probably when I was a youth. So wow, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, all He's I great. can say is I went to one annual meeting in Philadelphia where there was a huge blizzard, and we all had a heck of a time getting there. He's walking around with a, a deer antlers headdress on in the meeting. So we're, that we're, would be Steve. That's our boy, Jeff. We're about Easy to run to out. Of, out. Yeah, we're we're down to our last minute. Uh, do you want to recap anything or tell people what they need to do to uh, get a hold of you well, or, or check on things? Yes, uh, I would remind folks uh, to, about that uh, website, greatrace.com backslash x-cup. gives all the facts on that. And uh, as a matter of fact, in on the brochure, there's an email address for me that, uh, that they can reach me at. And... Um, uh, of course, the uh, the activities in 2018, uh, I would have them put that in on their calendar. Uh, they'll be actually starting from Buffalo the 23rd of June, and uh, as I say, uh, heading um, uh, east. i got to remember my directions because we're going in two different directions next year. And uh, our, the separate event from Great Race will be headed to Paris. And uh, that website is 2018nytoparis.com. So uh, a lot of information out there. They can follow up very easily. And then uh, during the race, uh, especially in, I'm thinking now in Asia, maybe as we cross Japan, we could I could call you and uh, we could do a show from Japan and uh, maybe Moscow. How would that be? Oh, that'd be great. That'd be Steve, great. Our, Jeff, we're out of time. We're going to have to put the plug in the jug and get out of here. Thank you, Jeff Mall, for Thank being you, on Jeff. today. And we'll Thank see everybody back uh, next week on the Classic Car Show. Whether cruising the strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com anytime you like. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. 
That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. You're listening to America's Web Radio 